and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is level 282. Tonight, I am joined by Matrarch. Hello. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, what food are we going to talk about tonight? Christmas I mean, it, it, it is the... the Christmas cookie exchange was going to be my suggestion, actually. <sighs> Favorite Christmas cookie. Go. Darn it. Uh, that voice <laughs> you heard is Wild West 08. Hello. I'm doing good. Happy holidays, everyone. And feel better, L. Oh, yes. Uh, we will not be joined by L tonight. He is binging on NyQuil and napping. <laughs> I don't envy that. As you do. We can do NyQuil cookies for the people with the holiday <laughs> you know, sickness. Well, should we just do cookies? Should we talk cookies real quick? Because, uh, you know, we could ask the patrons next week or we could just slam it out today. And be done with it. What would you rather? I think, I think we can ask the patrons to okay. let us know their favorite cookies for next week. We will we will save that for them. The uh, the post Christmas episode, uh, we'll get what their favorite cookie was. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Can't wait to hear everybody. <laughs> so uh, there you go, guys. You, a little prep. Uh, unusual for us to be prepping you a week ahead of time, as opposed to you know six hours ahead of time. But tonight we are talking, uh, we have a question that we asked the patrons not too long ago, and it is, if you could add a holiday theme to any game, which would it be? What specific holiday achievement would you add? And the vulgar Latin says, I would add a Groundhog Day theme to the Sexy Brutal, because, you know, that's how irony works, or not irony, but sarcasm <laughs> works. Uh, and then Mary Berry um, says... Forza 5. Make the fall season closest to October 31st a Halloween theme. Put decorations out on houses and scarecrows and fields. You have a special Halloween mission uh, that rewards spooky cosmetics. Uh, and have a special eliminator with a couple ghost cars trying to hit and eliminate players. Uh, yeah, why doesn't Forza do more? Yeah, because I think Forza did a like a Dia de los Muertos thing. There, there was definitely some cosmetic changes in the game for dia I, I if i recall correctly but yeah they yeah, could they do that might, for everything they might be doing it and i'm just not playing it that's always possible it could be just that there's no draw to get us back in there <laughs> in fact i do remember forza i think it's forza five having like little christmas town and you had to knock over trees or presents or something uh, one week so i think that is something that they do yeah, it's I mean, little... I think that'd be pretty fun with the ghost cars trying to hit you or like Santa's yeah. sleighs trying to hit you oh, during nice. Christmas. Something like that. There you be go. Pretty fun. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they turn you to the Grinch for like five minutes or something like there that. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not bad. Not bad. Uh, I didn't have anything as interesting as these answers. Uh, what I came up with um, was um, Ori. I was thinking, okay, Ori. And what holiday... Uh, because I didn't want to pick a normal holiday. So I picked the one that I always go to uh, whenever someone suggests a holiday, and that is Arbor Day. Um, and I think that Arbor Day works really well for Ori because you have that spirit tree that everyone hates to climb because <laughs> it's just like a race against time. The water is flooding. You have to do it. But why not make you do it like, uh, you know, on Arbor Day, you get a special achievement for it. Um it, like I said, it's not the best, but it, it's what my brain went to immediately, and I just could not stop thinking about it. 
so, so that's what I have. I have Ori, the spirit tree on Arbor Day. You get a special achievement and uh, and we'll quickly move on to Wild West and forget my shame. Wild West, what do you have? <laughs> I was going to say, that's not a surprise. You're going straight to Ori there. But. All right. Uh, we've got Skeptical Mistletoe saying Santa's sleigh probably needs power washing, which would be a good answer, I think. I got to get into that game. Uh, he also goes on to say, but seriously, Watchdog seems right for a Save the Holidays from Corporations DLC. A lot of good stuff you could do in there, uh, especially around the holidays with, uh, uh, you know, the trying to do something to, to help people kind of do a Robin Hood type thing. I think that would fit really well in there. Uh, Jolly L. St. Sokolis says, add a Christmas theme to any Halo, but to keep it current, we'll say Infinite. Seeing grunts and elites running around with little Santa hats, one would be awesome. Add an achievement that somehow ties plasma grenades to snowballs. Uh. Something probably about explosive balls or something to that effect could be fun. I like yeah. that. I like that idea too. Kind of reminds me of the Gears of War. They would do that a little bit for they'd have the the different people have Santa hats or little things like that too. Mm-hmm. So I think they even had a snowball, if I remember right. They had the that uh, rocket launcher that they had would shoot snowballs out. So I like that though. Uh, and then uh, the last one I will read is Arutarek, and he asks, "Is Valentine's Day a holiday?" I don't know, but I want to add to Call of Duty in the most over-the-top way possible. I'm talking about all the characters is ridiculously suave and fancy outfits, vehicles replaced with open-top limos, grenades. Get them out of here. We want bath bombs instead. No kill streak perks for me. I want a bouquet of roses every time I sneak hug the enemy. Except they're not an enemy, just a friend I haven't met yet. We'll have no kills here, just a nice written cart, uh, hand card delivered. What's uh, who's the winner? Love. Love is the winner. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the winner for the most that's, creative. That's pretty good. Creative that answer. Is really goes good. To the... But let's let's address the uh, is Valentine's Day a holiday? I said yes in the Discord when he yeah, asked that. I, feel like I think so. Holiday, right? I mean, sure, it's a day that they make a point of printing what it is on your calendar, right? Yes. I think that's probably the line. Yeah, that's that's all it requires. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I said Arbor Day. Come on, if Arbor Day is, one hundred percent. Yeah, you got to go down the list quite a bit to get to Arbor Day, but yeah, Valentine's Day is definitely one of the top holidays in the year. I mean, alphabetically not very far, but uh, <laughs> what about you, Wild West? What's your answer? Uh, I was thinking about it, and I was kind of going through my list, looking at some of the ones that I thought would be fun. Uh, I thought it would be fun, and maybe I maybe they have this, and I haven't seen it yet, but all the Building Full of Cats games, I thought it'd be fun to do like a Christmas theme or a holiday theme with that, having cats hiding around the, the different decorations have an achievement for you know maybe finding cats in the presence or them being mischievous or something like that uh that was one of the that's one of the ones that i thought of another one uh a recent game that i started was the jurassic park evolution one i'd love to see having uh like an ice having to build a theme park with uh dinosaurs over like snow and ice and then maybe and then maybe creating a achievement called like jurassic bowling or something like that and having to have like a t-rex or something slip down a hill and slide into some other dinosaurs you know knocking them down like pins something like that was another thing that i went to that was i thought would be pretty fun um and the last one i saw that i think would go pretty well was the destroy all humans 
having them do like a game with a Christmas theme there uh, and having uh, the alien trying to, you know, steal Santa Claus or, you know, mind control Santa Claus, something like that. So Hmm. that seemed like something they would do. Yes. (laughs) That seems like something they would do with that. So I thought it'd be fun. Isn't there some like a similar kind of idea in Saints Row 4 in one of the DLCs? There's like a holiday DLC where it's, I'm getting like flashbacks of something I can't quite place, but it it sounds like it would work because I think it has worked before. Something similar has. It could have. I'm 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 not done the Saints Row games, so I'm not familiar with them at all. But that's I I know them, and then that sounds like something they would do. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a little bit, and I just I don't trust my memory on it. But I think there was something with that. Oh man! All right, the. The fight before Christmas. Yeah, they had a Christmas DLC, and it's got all sorts of wacky things going on. So it works. It, it was it was fun. I just don't remember it super well, unfortunately. <laughs> Which doesn't speak super well for it, but it was fun. <laughs> well, what do uh, what do you have for us, patron wise? All right, I have the Chewy Holiday Specials answer. Of Dead by Daylight, uh, you could get Krampus as a killer, and an achievement could involve skewering someone on reindeer antlers. Or all the Star Wars games could get Life Day updates, where you have to celebrate with the Wookiees and bring them gifts, or lose an arm or two. So, what holiday special is complete without mentioning Life Day, the most important of all holidays? And uh, Carpe, Carpe Adam Angel Singh says, this one is for Jay Black and his Sea of Thieves crew. A set of achievements tied to a special Christmas-themed treasure hunt where you have to find and chop down a special Christmas tree, find a buried chest full of ornaments, and steal a gold star tree topper from a fortress. Then, while avoiding rival pirate crews, return back to your hideout and get your tree set up and decorated. Achievements for each item required. For chopping down the tree, shiver me timbers. For digging up the chest, gold and silver, silver and gold. And finally, for stealing the star, star! For returning with all three items, land ho ho ho. And finally, <laughs> for for having everything set up by Christmas, you receive a gift under the tree when you log in on Christmas Day. A special Christmas themed flag and the achievement Holly Jolly Roger. But we there's more. <laughs> I hate this. I hate that that's so good. It's really good. Like Carpe needs to be designing achievements somewhere. Absolutely. Uh, and and but. We didn't just stop there. Carpe Adam gave us another one here for Rocket League, a special limited mode called Rocketing Around the Christmas Tree, where a large Christmas tree sits in the middle and players attempt to shoot Christmas ornament balls at the tree. At the end of the match, the team with the most ornaments on the tree wins the achievement of the same name. The losers get an achievement named Cole. That is so great. Mm-hmm. I love that the winner and the loser both get an achievement. I, that That's brilliant because I can get either of those naturally, most likely the loser one. So... Super cool. I, I, I love doing that. that too. I, I could, except for they don't add achievements to that game. Yeah, that's right. It would just be a game mode, right? Right. Wouldn't, uh, yeah, no be a game it. mode with no achievements tied to it. Yeah. Right, which is super unfortunate, but that's a whole other discussion. I don't have a great answer for this um, because I really didn't give it too much thought because I was still thinking maybe Elle would try to sneak onto the podcast. But... Um, I'm going to go with my old staple, 1 versus 100, because I love it. And those of you who never got to play it just don't know what you're missing. And it would be a whole set of Christmas-themed or holiday-themed questions. And if you get everything right, you get an achievement called Frosty the No Man, K-N-O-W. 
to show off your prowess at answering holiday questions. So many puns. Yep. Nice. I feel like I let everyone down. No, I think so, the Arbor Day is a great choice. Well, it's a great holiday, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't celebrate Arbor Day enough. It's true. So good on you thinking outside the box. I, I think that's great. So thinking of companies that do add achievements like Vampire Survivors, uh, what other ones? Do you think that Vampire Survivors, Pond Cold, do, could Minecraft. do Minecraft? Do you think um, Minecraft would definitely do something holidays? They've done holiday stuff, haven't they? I thought they've. I haven't played enough Minecraft to know. Me neither, but I know they have some skins and stuff. I don't know if they do actually did like achievements for it, but I don't think so. I, I you're right. They do a bunch of aesthetic things, but I don't think there's anything achievement based. But what about what about Vampire Survivors? You think we could come up with? I, I mean, definitely the Halloween theme probably be the easiest one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you could do anything can wind up a projectile right so you can do a valentine's day theme with heart projectiles or you could do uh i don't know like july 4th with vamp or with um firework Fireworks projectiles too. yeah oh that'd be fun yeah yeah i could see island saver putting out some dlc um like i just did one of those dlcs recently and i i was like yeah, this is kind of fun i kind of missed this uh, and I wouldn't mind more DLC, even though it's paid DLC, but I could see them doing something. Yeah. Good stuff all around. Yeah, it's a fun question. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was Wild West question, actually. I think yeah, you, uh, I believe you're correct. Came up with that and didn't credit himself. So I Very will. humble. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> this is something I thought of yesterday. I was kind of thinking of something for the for the question we could talk about and something holiday themed. So I think we need more holiday themed achievements. Well, speaking of holiday themed achievements, uh, would you like to talk about the 12 days? Yeah, since uh, Elle's not here, I think we should all do a little, just a quick little <laughs> update on uh, the 12 days of Christmas. Um, I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I finished mine. Had a lot of fun Congrats. doing it the other night, so uh, I almost screwed myself over because I had, I got about halfway through, and then I was trying to figure out some stuff. All my achievements kept ending on the link on the link stuff with ease, and I didn't want to keep going back to E. Mm. So then I found a game, a visual novel, and I was kind of looking through the achievements, and I was like, okay, everything's gonna fit well. But then I was planning what was gonna happen next, that I forgot to get the first achievement in that to set up the rest of the stuff. So then I had to like kind of mix around the rest of it but i was able to get everything finished and uh i had a lot of fun you know when we get to the game showcase i want to talk about a game that i enjoyed playing it for the secret achievements but uh matriarch how'd you uh, how are you doing in yours um i'm working through it slowly i just made it to day eight uh i so i didn't set out this way but i've been trying with uh more recently to just play games that i already have started so or let me rephrase that not specifically start games for 12 days so i have used games i started this month for a random to-do list for uh for 12 days so i used um uh, driving essentials for the evil day because all the letters of evil are in driving essentials and that's not a difficult game and i used one level of synchro hedgehogs for that 1.0 achievement but really anything could be used 
the game I've used most has been World of Final Fantasy Maxima, which I talked about the last time I was on the podcast. And I was super excited to be able to use it for whatever else. I, I used it for the 2000 years achievement because it's more than 20 hours. But I played the entire retro day using all Final Fantasy Maxima achievements, which wasn't great for brevity, but I felt good making progress and made progress on my 12 days. So now that I'm on day eight, which is basically Lego or Star Wars, I have uh, Lego Marvel superheroes that I put very little time in. So I'm going to work on that and doing a little backup backlog cleaning. So it's been helpful in that way. It's just slow. I'm I'm sure at some point I'm going to just give up and and go with easier games just to get it done. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. What about you, Kush? Um, So I, I didn't really have a whole lot planned for this one and I didn't do anything crazy either. I've just been trying to knock it out. Um, Let's see where we left off last week. I think I was on eight. Um, And so, yeah, so then, so I just did nine, just, you know, first letter from the achievement name of your unlocks spell Starfield. So I just, whatever, that's not very interesting. I just spelled Starfield. There you go. I tried not to start any new games. <laughs> I just use old games. So exciting. Uh, day challenge 10 for uh, achievements that are part of a series or franchise with 10 or more entries. I used um, Puzzle by Nikolai W. So not the mm. uh, Palgies, but like the uh, the dollar store Palgies um, <laughs> instead uh, in terms of quality. We love our Palgies here. Uh, and then uh, I, I went back to my backlog and I pulled out. Uh, a King's Tale, Final Fantasy. This is the free okay. brawler. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I actually forgot where I left off in that, but I was about one level or two levels from the end of the story, and so I just went ahead and I did that. And I actually, <laughs> uh, I didn't mind my time with this. Uh, once I kind of, you know, relearned the mechanics of the game. Uh, I was able to just knock it out. And then uh, really all I had left to do were the, I guess the kind of grindy ones, which were like complete all of these uh, 20 or so uh, challenges per these extra levels. Uh, That wasn't so bad. There's some great solutions on TA. I was able to knock that out. And I actually got that off my backlog. That game's completely done and gone now. Very nice. And it ended perfectly. My 10th achievement (laughs) was the last achievement I had in that game. So it was perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Challenge 11. Uh, secret achievements. I was trying not to use. I've been trying not to use Palgi. Like that, <laughs> that was a perfect one for, for day 10. And I kept saying, I don't use Palgi. And everyone kept suggesting Palgi. I was like, you guys are jerks. Um, so, so instead, <laughs> I went back to my backlog again. And I found Arietta of Spirits. This is a great little Zelda game. Zelda-like. It's not terribly long. Uh, it's it's going to have two playthroughs, uh, and I'm not quite done my first playthrough, but I've just been grinding that and making, making good progress, um, and I got 11 achievements in that game, and I'm going to go back and try to finish that up here before too long. Uh, and so I am on the final day where I am trying to do my linking, and uh, my goal is to keep playing it. I actually, the, fir- the first one I started was Area of Spirits again because I'm trying to... <laughs> Stay consistent <laughs> and finish that thing out. But my goal for, for day 12 or challenge 12 is to not repeat a game, to not start a game, uh, and no. just, you know, and try to hit my backlog and clear out things. So I actually went back. Uh, I am on my, what, my seventh letter. Once again, not terribly interesting, the, the choice of games. 
but on my seventh letter, uh, I used Dear Esther, and I did uh, the achievement called Esther. So uh, I then was like, you know what? I don't want to ever have to install this again. Let me just finish this game. So I went through, uh, I played it through twice. I don't know why I started and then stopped um, because this thing is so short. It was like three hours, I think. Um, If if you uh, just kind of just go straight through it. Um, The walkthrough on TA is perfect. I didn't have to like think too hard. I didn't have to explore uh, aimlessly, but I I did go off. Uh, It it is a pretty game. And I did kind of go off the beaten path to go check out some things. Um, so I did, I did kind of enjoy it and that was good for me, like using the walkthrough and exploring a little bit was good for me. And, uh, I had a good time that's done and gone. So I have a few more achievements left to do and then I'm done. Nice. Very nice. That's like, that sounds awesome. I know you kept framing it as being boring, but I think using 12 days to clean out backlog is a really effective thing to do. And so how many completions did you say or near completions you say you got out of it when all of a sudden oh, done? Uh, there's like three big games that I've really kind of dipped into to get this done. Um, and I, I've been trying to, uh, yeah, I've been trying to use this to clear out some other stuff. Like I, I completed one of the DLCs for Island Saver as a result of this. I completed, um, I put a big dent in Forgotten Anne, I put a big dent in McPixel 3. Okay. That thing's going to take forever. I'm, I'd like to do that now rather than wait until the very end. <laughs> finish the King's <laughs> Tale. Yeah, finish and the King's Ari- Tale. Uh, Dear Esther, you said, right? Finish Dear there. Esther, put a huge dent in Arietta of Spirits. So yeah, so like I said, not terribly exciting to just be like, oh, I use this game, this game, this game. But yeah, when you look at that in terms of, oh, I cleared up this in my backlog, I was able to squeeze that in. That is the fun um it, you know maybe that's not interesting for other people is what i was <laughs> joking about like for me of course i'm gonna try to make it interesting but i, I don't <laughs> know how people want to hear from my achievement to achievement but yeah so i have been able to clear out some stuff and kind of reaffirm to myself yeah i want to i want to knock out these old things that are hanging around uh while i am revisiting them like i don't want to revisit and then leave and then have to revisit again so i right. might as well just clean stuff up while i'm there excellent now, what I, my memory is horrible. <laughs> I don't recall there being a standing January uh, TA event, true achievements event. Do you guys? I don't believe no, there is one. I don't. I think they usually kind of take a little break after the 12 days because that's such a big event. It is a pretty big event. Yeah. I think they sometimes have done stuff for Valentine's Day, but or around February for it but I don't think it's a yearly thing. I think it's so just kinda... with this year's um, other, you know, brand new entry, you know, the trick or treat, like, how do you think that stacks up against the uh, 12 days for you guys? Oh, interesting question. I mean, I've, I've always been a big fan of the, uh, of the 12 days. That's kind of, I never really did TA events until one year. I was just like, you know what? I'll, I'll try this. And I had a lot of fun with it. Trick or treat wasn't bad. I liked it a lot. Um, I would say it's probably my third favorite event after I liked warships a lot uh, too. So I had a lot of fun doing the battleship thing uh, there. So I would, I would say the trick or treat is probably after 
12 days in warships. I'd say I had a lot of fun doing it. I think I ended up with over 100 achievements in there. Wow. Um, getting everything done. So I wanted to get a top 40, and I, I ended up at like 38 or something. So, uh, yeah, I, about you? I liked Trick or Treat, but I think I don't remember which one was which. And just for those listening, in case you missed it, and if you both know, let me know. One meant you got a random list of 10 games and you had to get one achievement from that random list. Mm -hmm. And the other meant that you got a, a something that had been a TA target previously. So something like get two story completion flags or get four games or four achievements with a 3.14 greater ratio and stuff like that. So um, I liked it. I think I preferred actually getting the list of 10 and picking one of those to the targets based one because this game is this um contest is running concurrently with targets so it, it felt like kind of double dipping into both in a way that wasn't super rewarding and in order to get the the badge for this one i think you need to get five of each type and then like two or three wild card ones um but yeah i i liked it a lot i like that concept i think Generally, I mean, head to head was the best one, right? We're, we're not allowed to talk about that because it doesn't exist anymore. But that was awesome. <laughs> I generally like 12 days, but I really am not fond of a lot of the choices this year. I don't I liked it more when it was more about um, achievement flags or ratios or gamer score and less about genres because not everybody plays every genre. So some of them get to be a little difficult to go through. Um but yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I also really like Warboats. I like genre bingo because it's only one achievement and that gets you credit as opposed to having to go through possibly a list of 10 of them. Uh, but most of the events on TA are, are solid. I don't think there have been really clunkers, so can't really complain. No. What about you, Kush? What no, do you no, think about Trick or Treat? Um, so I really liked the Halloween event. Because it was like a mini RTDL on one side. It's kind of like the McDLT, right? You got your hot side, you got your <laughs> cold side. Uh, that, that's an old sandwich that McDonald's used to have, you youngins. Uh, and, and on the one side is like a mini RTDL of ten. Yeah, and then the other one's kind of like, kind of like the twelve days, or kind of like the targets. You know, it's like a special like get it from this category, get it from this group, um, or do things with, like this. And I always thought that was a cool concept. The problem with it. Um, much, much like with everything in my life is if you allow me to binge on that, I will. Um, <laughs> and then I just get sick of it. So I, so I like binged and got, you know, a whole bunch in a day. And that's where the, uh, the 12 days of Christmas, I think is, is better because it's gated like every day, mm -hmm. new challenge and they get harder as they go along. So I just think it's a really well-designed contest. I like them both. I probably... I probably like 12 days more, but the Halloween, the trick or treat was just new. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, so it had a, had a little extra sh uh, coat of shine uh, that, uh, that I liked. So we'll see, but um, yeah, thanks once again to the TA uh, events teams. Uh, they yes. do a great job. Uh, Absolutely. Coming up <laughs> us finding other ways for us to play our games and to game our games and uh, really do appreciate that. Uh, getting out there and doing it. If you haven't signed up for TA 12 days, it's not too late. I think you can still sign up. Rich was talking about it. Yep. So if for some reason you've, you're hearing us talk about it and you've not signed up, uh, it's not too late. You can go out there and uh, on True Achievements, find it, 
and get in on it as well. Yeah, you have till the end of the month, so you still have plenty of time to get that done. Yeah, it's getting short. It's just like your Christmas shopping. You have <laughs> the time you yeah. hear this podcast, you have very little time, but uh, but there is still time. Um, speaking of which, it is time to move on to the game's showcase. Uh, would anyone like to go first or shall I? Well, we get choices. Oh, oh I'm just going to give you a choice. Why not? I haven't hosted in a while. It's uh anyone's just you know has this desire to go first go for it otherwise i will jump in you you know what because you you just finished speaking in our previous segment and i would i would love actually to hear about wild west's game because i have not even heard of this game so i think i need to know more i am ready i am here for this (laughs) wild west please all right yeah no uh yeah so like i mentioned in the in the last section i uh was looking for uh, I believe it was day eight uh, on 12 days where you had to do this eight sacred achievements. Um, I was looking at this game, um, or so, excuse me, I was looking to try to find a game that I could do that had secret achievements. Um, I didn't have a lot that I wanted to use. I had a lot in Witcher 3, but that would have been a lot of time, and I just don't have the time to kind of get into that game really how I want to. So I was kind of looking for something a little bit faster, and then when uh, El said that he was sick, and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll take over his kind of stick and do a, a shorter game to, to showcase. So I'm going to do uh, Inspector Waffles. This is an adventure point-and-click game developed by Goloso Games, which this is their only games, uh, game that they've developed so far that's on TA. I don't know if they've done other games on Steam or anything, but... I enjoyed it so much, I I looked into them just to see if there's any other games I could put on my watch list, and unfortunately, this is the only game they have so far. Um, And on my friends list, it's just Chewie and I are the only ones that have uh, completed it all the way. Um, And so, and he rated it a four. I gave it a three and a half. I really enjoyed this game. I thought it was fun. It's It's a pixel art game in the detective style, so... Uh, you start out where someone gets murdered, you get called to the crime scene, and you kind of go through there. There's five chapters in the game, and they're all pretty short. They're not super long. The game on TA is listed as a one to two hour completion. I would say the chapters, if you go through and you really try to explore everything, they're probably about 45 minutes max. Um, they're not super long, but it's mostly you're going to a location, you're searching, you're talking to different people, trying to figure out what they know. Um, I mean, it's not, it doesn't reinvent anything in the detective genre, so you're kind of just starting there. Uh, you play as a cat who is kind of a hotshot detective that plays by his own rules, um, so he gets in trouble with a lot of people at the precinct that he works in because they don't like that he doesn't follow the rules. Um, where everyone else does. His commanding officer is kind of oblivious to a lot of it. He doesn't really seem to care too much. He just likes chowing down on his snacks, and so as long as he has his snacks, he doesn't care. So uh, the main character is uh, Inspector Waffles, and um, I think you guys would like it because there's a lot of puns in it, um, especially when it comes to uh, you know milk being compared to alcohol and having like strong milk as he tries to drink throughout the game and stuff like that. Uh, it's uh, it was a lot of fun. The achievements are uh, very straightforward. There's pretty much uh, the secret achievements involve trying to 
uh, find something called wolf ball, sorry, wool ball card, wool ball cards. That's a mouthful right there. So you find you can find those in different scenes in the game. Um, you there are guides if you want to know exactly where they are. I was able to find them without the guides um, and just kind of was able to just as we I went to different areas, just made sure to click everything. And if you do that, you should be able to find them without a guide. Um, and there's uh, but I did make sure to know how many were in each chapter, so that way I wouldn't go to the next chapter until I had found all the cards I needed to for those achievements. And then the rest of the achievements after that, I think there's eight or let's see. So there's 15 achievements total. And I believe there's eight cards that you have to find. Each card will give you an achievement and then you'll get an achievement at the end of the game for collecting all the cards. Um, the other, so that's would be nine. So the other, six achievements are, are story-based achievements that you'll get for finishing chapters uh, in the game. Uh, the Yeah, so like I said, so the game's a pixel art style, point and click, so you uh, will shift scenes by either going on the left or the right side of the screen, depending on what the, the game allows you to do, and you can travel to different areas of the game by getting in a car and, and traveling about, I think, the second chapter in, you get a companion that's a dog, and he is like a, a sniffer dog, so he can smell all the stuff that helps you in your case. And game was, like I said, really good. It's $12.99 right now for the price. I bought it on sale. I think it was on sale for $3 or something one day, and yep. I bought it. It's definitely worth that price. That's what I picked uh, it up, too. Is, is it? Okay. Yeah, I th I think I think you guys would like it. It's definitely worth. I mean, I would pay seven. Knowing now how I've enjoyed it, I would definitely pay seven to ten dollars for it. Yeah, but it does it does go cheaper. The last time it was oh, so it's two fifty nine was the cheapest, and that was on September twenty sixth of this year. So definitely worth that price to put it on a watch list and enjoy it because it's not a very long game. And then if anything else pops up for a contest in the future where you need secret achievements, it'll they're pretty easy to get, uh, especially with the guide if you choose to do so. Um, but I, I, I enjoyed the was, game. I heard you say there was fast travel, but is there chapter select? So thank you. I thought about that earlier today, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, there is not chapter select. So uh, when you're going through the game, you'll um, it doesn't tell you when the chapter is over. Um, so you'll have to be careful to make sure to explore the areas that you're in before you go. You'll, I mean, I've, it, whenever you watch shows and you see kind of like the end of an episode and something big happens, you, you kind of know, okay, Hey, then, you know, that's the end of the episode. It's the same thing here. Like when you get to the area and something big happens, you'll shift to the next chapter and it won't tell you that you'll get the achievement, but it won't say, okay, that's the end of chapter this. Now you're starting this chapter. It'll just start the next chapter after doing a cutscene or a transition. So you do have to be careful about looking for those uh, wool ball cards while you're trying to go through the different scenes to make sure. But you can, when you're in the chapter, you can go pretty much to wherever you want to go. There, you're not stuck in a specific scene and not able to leave. So if you wanted to travel to a different area, you can do so. If, if you've unlocked the area, but then once you 
are done with that. I don't know because I kind of got the wool ball cards as I went. So you do return to some scenes of different chapters, but I don't know if the wool ball cards will still be there uh, when you move, when you progress past different chapters. So do the wool ball cards do anything or, or nope. they're strictly a collectible? No, nope, it's strictly a collectible because one of the characters in the, the game likes that, that support. Oh, okay. So that's just part of it. So, um, and also, do they? Um, I had a question, and it is now slipped my mind. Okay, you had <laughs> mentioned. Sorry, it just took me no, to get back there. Um, you had mentioned that the the you went through without a walkthrough, um, and all that stuff. So, two questions from that. I see the completion estimate on TA is one to two hours, but I know that's got to be the walkthrough estimate. So, how long do you think it yes. took without a walkthrough? And uh, as an aside from that, like just because it is so brief and it's a point and click is that one or two hours or however long it took you the full experience of the story or is this one where you finish before the story ends so uh i'm on my ta page right now it says three and a half hours that i played that okay. was very i don't think i actually really spent much time like uh what's the what's the uh i didn't really spend much time not playing the game Mm -hmm. with that estimate so i would say if you want a full story walkthrough you're probably looking at three to four hours where you're actually going through the story if you just want the achievements i bet you could bang it out in one to two hours easily okay if, i'm sure there's walkthroughs on there i know that when i was looking for it just to get references for the wool ball cards to make sure i didn't miss anything that there are uh collectible guides for that on other websites uh if you want them but i i just wanted to make sure that uh in certain chapters um that i would make sure that i had those cards before i left the chapter because i didn't want to have to go back and and get them again because mm -hmm. you do need to collect them all in one playthrough the okay. wool bar cards because you get that that last achievement i got was collecting collecting all the wool bar wool ball card album was filling that up and so you have to finish the game with it so i wanted to make sure i did that so i didn't have to go back and, and do it again okay yeah, and with, with that 12 days uh, angle, I see that there's a perfect amount of secrets. There's eight secrets for day mm -hmm. eight. Yeah, That works well. And for linking, there's a lot of achievements with no punctuation at the end, which is one of the rules nope. for, for the link frog. Can't have punctuation. Yeah, there's some of them. They do have some. They have some question marks in there I'm seeing, but yeah, they there do are have some, some. There's a good there amount. some easy ones. Know. Yeah. It was a good game. It was a good murder mystery story. Like I said, it doesn't really reinvent anything, but it was just, I thought it was a good solid overall story. And especially at $3, you can't really beat that price if it goes uh, on sale for that. Does so. it leave room for a sequel? It does. It does leave room for a nice. sequel, and I hope they do it. I would I would definitely uh, keep my eye to seeing if they do anything more with that. I, I thought they did a good job for this game. Nice. Very nice. All right, Matriarch. Once again, that's uh, Inspector Waffles. I just love saying that name. Uh, Major, <laughs> how about your game? I'm going to talk about a much less fun to say game. Uh, that would be The Walking Dead, the final season. So uh, I've talked about Walking Dead uh, periodically throughout the, the months and years on the podcast. And typically it comes up on random to-do list. And that's finally when I 
commit to getting it done. Uh, Walking Dead final season is possibly notable because uh, for some folks, because this was released after uh, um, Telltale Games had folded and then was revived in some capacity thanks to Skybound Games. So it's the continuation of the story uh, of Clementine's story. I obviously don't want to get into too many details because those details would be very spoilery. And uh, I know there are people out there that even if they've played the first season, which most of us did, they never really got around to the other ones. Uh, that said, what is notably different about Walking Dead, the final season for Achievement Hunters, is it has missables. And oh. yeah, this is where everyone clutches their pearls and goes, this is the worst Walking Dead <laughs> game. Oh. So I had to replay chapter two twice or I had to save scum or whatever. Uh, and it, honestly, it really got me thinking about the fact that like, Personally, I did not play the game with a guide, so I, I know there is a walkthrough on TA, and that TA walkthrough tells you, okay, create a save here, and we're going to call this the you know, second path save, and you're going to go back. I did not do any of that. I just played the game, and I made choices. Personally, as someone you know who is not an avowed completionist or whatever else, I think I enjoyed the game better for it, and it reminded me of of how I played the first Walking Dead before I cared more about whether or not I missed a path on something. Um, and I think giving achievements for multiple choices, like compelling me to go back and see. So, like, for example, there's one section where Clementine can go with one of two characters. You know, there's a male or a female character. And then based on those branches, you can either have a platonic or romantic relationship. Like, it compelled me to go and see those other things, which I enjoyed. Like, I, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. So I understand why that uh, causes some consternation, but you don't need to go back and play it right away that minute. You can go back and play it a little later down the line and kind of see it freshly. So uh, I went through most of season of the final season thinking I wasn't really enjoying it, but by the end, I, I mostly did. There are some, I, I, again, I can't go into details, but there are some things that happen where you go, Oh, really, really? And there's always that feeling when you're playing any of these, walking dead games that of course you know anything that can go wrong will go wrong so you know that clem's been happy for like four minutes and now the game has started and something terrible is going to happen and that's it wouldn't be a story if if terrible stuff wasn't happening so it gets a little tiresome sometimes uh but i as as a finale on the games i enjoyed it um it actually prompted me there is a clementine graphic novel trilogy that um, mm. books one and two are out currently. They're by Tilly Walden, who's a somewhat notable graphic novel artist. Um, and uh, book three is due out, I think, in April of 2024. And what was most fascinating about it, having read the first two, is I I couldn't put my finger on why I disliked them, because I, I really didn't. And I realized it's because I no longer had a choice which really told me something about the feeling of playing the games, that the fact that I was reading this person's version of Clementine and the decisions she would make, I was like, oh man, okay. This, it, you know, I guess I was more invested in her story arc than I had realized. So it yeah, was a fitting, yeah, right? it, it was, yeah. I, I thought for a while that I didn't like the book. Cause again, I'm I like Tilly Walden's very good, but uh, again, not my cup of tea. Like I don't, super love her animation style and or uh you know comic book style and there were some there the way she referenced some things 
came across to me as a reader as, oh, she's probably never played the game. She was given like a cheat sheet of, you should mention Lee four times in the first five pages because Lee is important. Um, and I don't know if that was actually true or if she's played the games. But I, I, it really came down to that, where Clem would say, okay, I'm going to go do this thing. And I'd be like, no, no, you're not. Wait, hold on. Hold, hold, hold. So that, just speaking as an overall arc of the character in the Walking Dead games, like that, I know that everything leads to the same conclusion. That's the common complaint. It's one of two or three predetermined things. But not having that ability, like it just showed me how important that was to the conveyance of uh, of the Walking Dead games. So I'm kind of going to miss them now that I've... I've uh, you know, gotten through them. I haven't finished the final season yet. I will go back and pick up the last five achievements I need. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, I think, a fitting conclusion to the to the set of games. Well, since you brought up the visual novels, mm -hmm. is the graphic style similar, identical, or? Um, it's not. It, like, so the, what's it, Robert Kirkman books, you know, the actual Walking Dead graphic graphic mm -hmm. novels definitely informed the look of the Walking Dead Telltale series games, but the, the Telltale series books look distinct, or I'm sorry, games look distinctly theirs. They don't look exactly like the graphic novels. And I think it's sort of the same. You could tell that it's Walking Dead, but uh, Tilly Walden's art style is, is recognizable. So it definitely is, is her art style. You could tell it's Clem, but... Um, yeah, it's not, it doesn't immediately like evoke, oh, this is the Telltale game for me at least. That is pretty funny that you, you would mention that like you dislike the books because you have no agency, you have no choice right. over what she does. But yet the biggest complaint about the games is the wiggle room. Like, oh, I did this, but you know, we still got the point C. Um, well, I think but... even like I said before, so there's this point where you can pick the male character, or the female character in a platonic re relationship or a romantic relationship. In the grand scope of the game, the ending is still going to happen the way it's going to happen. But I got to define that relationship, even if it didn't have a, a mean, uh, like a purpose toward the overall conclusion. And I, I, I'm stripped of that now. I can't define anything. So, yeah, it's just a different experience for sure, thinking about it in that light. How uh, how much longer after the was it New Frontier? I believe. How much longer after New Frontier is this last season, or how much time um, is taken in between the two? It's so at the end of New Frontier, AJ, who's the young boy that Clem yeah. is traveling with, is what maybe two or three. I want to say. Yeah. Um, I think he's like seven or eight, and they do make a point of that throughout the game, like she doesn't really know how old she is like time has just kept passing mm -hmm. but they don't really know like have a sense of like birthdays and and how much time has elapsed so i think it's been three or you know three yeah. to five years something in there um okay. so an, enough time has passed that there's been significant water under the bridge but because those weren't the important moments you don't really know more than hey time has passed and we're here now yeah yeah, because I've I've done all of them up through New Frontier, but I haven't. I bought this last season when it was on sale a while ago, but I haven't done it yet. So I was just kind of curious what time frame because it looked like from the poster art from the picture that she's kind of grown up a little bit. From yeah. The last room, so. Yeah, and I don't. It's hard to discuss the game without yeah. talking about the story beats, right? And I don't want to yeah. do that here. And I appreciate that because um, I, I haven't spoiled anything. <laughs> 
Right. And I feel like that's kind of the, the arc of the Walking Dead games, especially because you have to play chapters multiple times for achievements or be aware to save scum. And I think that really stopped a lot of people. Plus the momentum was done. Telltale yeah. had folded and all this other stuff. So uh, I, I think there are a good number of people who didn't play this game in particular. I mean, I'm just curious now that we're talking about it, but the the first Walking Dead game, I think, was streamed by like, or not streamed, played by hundreds of thousands of people on TA, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take a half second here and see if I can find an answer to that. And and keeping in mind, too, it was played between the 360 and the one. So. Yeah. Um, the 360 version is tracked by 280,000 people on True Achievements. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead: The Final Season is tracked by 55,000. It's a yeah. very significant drop off. And that's with, and that's, I'd, I'd be interested to see the numbers pre Game Pass too, because it's right. in Game Pass, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Much like the uh, the comic series, not everyone makes it to the end. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> nicely said. Nicely said. But if you've taken a break from Walking Dead, and and it does. It does end like it's obviously not a conclusion because the story continues in these graphic novels, but it, it does come to a spot where you're like, okay, this feels like kind of a good stopping point. Like they yeah. were able to make it to the end of the story they wanted to tell, which is good. Yeah. All right. That's uh walking dead, the final season. Uh, thank you. Uh, I, I'm going to talk about a game and surprising no one uh, is a game pass game and it's a brand new to game pass game because that's what I do. Um, this game is called while the iron's hot and it is an adventure game and it is cozy and somewhere along the line, I have become a little bit of a cozy gamer, um, but I need action in my game. So I'm not a big uh, Stardew Valley type person like that. That doesn't appeal to me. Um, but this game has the right blend of cozy and kind of, uh, I don't want to say action because there is no fighting in this game. Uh, let's talk about what it is. You play a, a smith, um, a metal smith. You are you know, working with metals and uh, you are going on this ship to go to this town and your ship sinks and you get stranded and now uh, luckily where you're stranded uh there's uh, there was a place that was had a forge and a smith and blacksmith and no one was there and so well what do you know a perfect place for you to set up shop um so that's what you do and uh you start going on little quests and you start getting asked to make certain things and the game um when you're traveling from area to area it's an overhead view much like a you know, like a Final Fantasy, old school Final Fantasy uh, kind of overworld view. And you move like one block at a time and uh, you can bump into things like trees or rock piles and you can then harvest them if you have a tool in your inventory. Um, when you get into a town, it, sw it switches to a 2D side-scroller view. And it's a pixel art, much like uh, Inspector Waffles. Uh, it's, a, it's a really nice looking pixel art style. And you uh, can walk left or right. You can roll. Uh, there is no combat, so you're not going to be fighting anything. Um, yet there are scenes, there are areas in the game where 
you will be attacked by something and that kind of resets your progress. So you basically have to avoid things. It's not difficult. They, they give you big windows where you can move, where you're not going to be hit and you can move out and climb up, for instance, let the thing pass under you, climb down and go on beside it. Uh, so there could be some room for some action, but that's not what the game is about. It's mostly about gathering resources, learning patterns, and then building items and delivering them to people. Um, the building system is a lot like Minecraft, the way you build things in Minecraft. Now, I have not played a lot of Minecraft, but it has that uh, builder's table grid. It's, it's smaller in this game, I believe, than in Minecraft. And you will lay your materials out in specific patterns. If they're not in the correct pattern, it won't build the item. Um, but this game does a really good job of getting you those uh, items, allowing you to quickly look them up while you're still at the build table. You don't have to like back out of the build table, write it down somewhere. Uh, it'll, it'll overlap it. You can actually pin three recipes at a time to the side of your screen. So you don't even have to pull up the menu to look at them. They can be over there. Uh, some of the recipes will require you to make components and then those components will then be used in other recipes. So you'll be building more and more complex things. Uh, you'll also be building the same items with better metals. You'll start out with uh, iron, uh, steel, uh, and then you move on to, uh, gosh, I can't remember the name of the next metal. Uh, then there's glass. And then you'll also get these special items uh, like sea uh, material or fire material, and you'll get their essences, and then you'll use that to build even better weapons. Um, there's a interesting story that goes along. They drive you from town to town. Um, and there's like little puzzle areas as well. Uh, so as I was first going in, uh, I went from one city, I go to the next city, I start building my skills, I start gathering resources, I start getting money. Um, and then I get to this, this area that becomes a puzzle. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I love this game. Like <laughs> it's, <laughs> I have become a cozy gamer a kind of cozy gamer, not, not for everything, but I, I really enjoyed uh, the variety of things that you do. And the action of building is interesting. They, they mini game, they put little mini games in. So uh, to build an item, the first thing you have to do is refine ore into pieces of metal. There's a couple different pieces of metal. You can do like curved pieces, big curved pieces, you know, uh, four by four square. You choose them all. Uh, and then what happens is a little slider goes back and forth and you have to hit it uh, at the right time, uh, it's so it's like moving over this grid. Let's just, let's just call it a three by five grid or something like that, and it just kind of slides from left to right. And when it goes over the piece that you need to hammer, you, you hit the right trigger. Uh, sometimes that will hammer out two pieces. Sometimes it'll hammer out one. If you miss too many times, you'll get a low quality item, uh, and that decreases the amount that you can resell your items for. Um, you eventually. Uh, you'll be able to upgrade uh, both your forge at home and your traveling cart uh, that will allow you to build things on the fly. You don't get that right away, but you build a traveling cart and that'll allow you to set up shop anywhere on the map uh, and start building things. Uh, you'll eventually get to a point where you can get rid of that mini game. And that's good because you're going to be building a lot of things. But uh, if you do skip that mini game, you won't get high quality items. So that's a nice little trade off. Um, then once you've done that, sometimes those pieces have to be sharpened. So you go over to the grinder and you've got a different mini game. This mini game just has like four directions you have to push. Uh, it'll say, oh, push left. And then you do left. And be, okay, now up. And it's like a Simon Says, basically, uh, with only four directions. So not too bad. 
once you've done that, then you assemble your items. So uh, that is the game, and it, uh, it, it it's good. Uh, they send you on these little quests. They they do a good job of uh, putting like weaving a story into this to make you move around the area. It's not super huge. Um, I was actually a little surprised that uh, that I was pretty much done with the game, um, and and yet now I have to go back and do a lot of cleanup. Uh, I should warn, should warn people that at the very beginning of the game, you're given an option to uh, read a diary or not read a diary. And I will say that as of right now, that decision is important because it it will prevent you. I won't tell you which way. Uh, it, you can you can do that research on your own if you want to. Uh, it will prevent you from getting a recipe uh, if you do the wrong option, uh, and then you're going to have to replay the game to get that recipe in order to get you know the ability to build everything, which I think you need for an achievement. Um, there's at the end of the game, there's a choice you have to make that diverges the story, and you're going to have to play it twice to get that completion anyways. So if I would say just play the game, if you want to, you know, mainline it and, and do whatever, do your research. But if not, and you're like me, just play through the game because you're going to have to play through it a second time as it is today. The developer has talked about um, possibly adding the ability to save a game, to save state, um, like right for a critical choice so that you could then copy that over to another save slot. Then you could, take each path uh, with each different save slot, get all the achievements that way. Um, but this game is, uh, I think, worth, to me, it's worth two plays. I put in 24 hours, um, and a full playthrough would probably take me, a second playthrough would probably take me about 12 hours. I can probably squeeze that out, because I did a lot of exploration and just kind of figuring things out. Um, there is fast travel, and you fast travel through the use of potions that kind of opens up later in the game that will basically take you from a town to a town. That's, that's how they deal with that. There is no chapter select because uh, there aren't chapters per se. Uh, it's just as you unlock uh, different areas of the world. And it's a really fun game. Uh, so I am really taken with this. I was surprised at, at how it hooked me. Cause like I said, I'm not, not a cozy gamer, but this really pulled me in. You know, as you're talking, you're really sounding like this is a management game. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> there, How dare there, you? Are, <laughs> there are management elements. I'm trying not to say the M word. Uh, yes, there are some management elements because you're building up resources and you're um, stockpiling and you're selling things, but it's not that heavy. Like okay. other games require you to really pay attention to that. Uh, actually, it's funny. Uh, one of the things that this game helped me to identify is that my short-term memory is horrible. Uh, so <laughs> I'd be, uh, oh, just there you go. I just remembered the, the name of that third medal. It's Damascus. Um, so I would sit there and be like, oh, I need to build nuts and bolts. Well, what do nuts and bolts take? Oh, they take they take a small strip of metal and they take two curved small pieces of metal. And then I would forget and I would put them in the wrong order, or I would be like, oh, no, that's actually nails. Nails actually take three small strips. They need to be. So I would just find myself looking back and forth at things and just being like, oh, my gosh, my short-term memory is so, <laughs> so bad. So I actually kept a little notepad <laughs> that I would write, okay, I need three one-by-twos. I need four like, sh sharpened small strips of metal. 
and so I would just like make little notes as I was going of, of what I needed. Um, and I just, you know, and if a game makes me write something down you and I'm still playing it, that means I really liked it. Um, so I, I love this game. Uh, and I've jumped on the developers discord and uh, told them as much and said, Hey, you know, achievement hunters would really appreciate the ability to save at this point or, you know, chapter select or, you know, critical moment, um, being able to go back to a critical moment in time and start from there. Like that would really, uh, you know, endear this game to achievement hunters, but it is a fantastic game. Uh, and, and I say that as someone that doesn't typically like a lot of the elements of this game. Uh, and, and it just does it. It does it right. It does it right for me. <laughs> it makes me like a management slash cozy, <laughs> um, cozy game. Yeah. It's not, it's not genre that way. It's only genre is adventure. Maybe someone will put the bad M word on it. Um, but yeah, I love it. This is while the iron's hot. So Speaking of the achievements, just looking at the list, um, there are several achievements marked as story that have to do with your renown level. Uh, is renown level something you can speak on a little bit without it being spoilery? And is that sure. actually story related? Renown level is based on experience. And so uh, you get experience by uh, meeting new people, by building new items, um, I think by traveling as well. And then like the actions you take, like cutting down wood, all that sort of stuff. Like how many items did you build? That, that sort of stuff. How many items did you smelt? Um, oh, that's another thing. Uh, the smelting is a mini game as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's, and that actually has a nice benefit where if you, uh, if you click in the correct portion on the slider, you know, as this meter goes back and forth, you'll actually get two times the, uh, the result. than uh, if you, if you just, sat there and didn't do anything so that's that's important too but yeah so your renown is tied to all those things that you do during the day and when your stamina runs out yes this is a game with stamina that runs out and i like it uh <laughs> and then you go to bed and, and when you uh when you wake up you'll have all your stamina back again and then everything that you did that day will contribute to some amount of xp that you get which will increase your renown um, you also get little bonuses, uh, as you go to bed, you know, based on everything you did that day, like maybe your production, uh, for the next day will be increased or whatever. I didn't care about any of that stuff. It didn't affect me at all. Uh, it didn't, it wasn't such a big swing to anything that, that I seek, you know, I, I tried to do those things. I was just playing the game just for the story and just to go build stuff and just get farther into the game. Um, and yes, right now there appears to be, um, an issue with those, but I believe the developer uh, has said that they're going to add a, uh, a patch and that's going to be fixed in the patch. And it looks like people have, have gotten those. So, um, so maybe that's already out. I haven't played in a couple of days. Um, but yeah, uh, you just, you, you can grind and there's, there's ways to grind it. I would not grind it from the start. Um, but you can, you can build low quality items. You can grind them down. You can repair them. That's just a way to literally grind uh, experience. Well, and also with the achievement. So the renown is a bunch of, it looks like eight people have popped the top two renowns. So maybe those popped retroactively because they had hit them, but there's one that has no one tracked. Um, is there anything yep. people should know? Like, is that it's not marked as unobtainable it's, or anything it's his like favorite that. achievement too. Yeah. It's one of my favorite <laughs> achievement types. It's petting the dog. Oh, no. giving it praise with it's called that. the goodest boy uh and you have to pet the dog five times which you know i've done 
I, I you know, I, many, not even a multiple of five. Yeah, I'm sure, you've done it twenty yeah. times. Exactly, I did a bunch. It did not <laughs> pop, uh, and the developer has addressed that and said it will pop retroactively, uh, or it will be fixed in a patch. That dog is around. You'll be able to go pet him at any point in time. Okay. So, so yeah, you'll be able to get that achievement once they once they patch it. So yeah, it's I believe it's a single developer. At least it's a single developer responding on the Discord. Um, and yeah, Temps game. Yep. So the developer is Bottom Temps Games, which only has the one game, unsurprisingly. Yeah, yeah. This is a fantastic game. I would love a sequel to this. I would love. Uh, I mean, DLC, they can do Christmas DLC. Um, <laughs> uh, Build yeah, toys going, for the local town. Going back to the achievements, yeah, there's there's ones for uh, crafting 100 items, crafting um, 250 items. Uh, there's completing orders. So when you go into towns, there will be like little order boards you can go to, and you have up to five jobs that you can do. And there'll be things like, oh, give me five iron axes. Okay, and you, and you go do that. Um, so one of the things you can do is just stockpile iron axes and, you know, uh, or the, the things that tend to show up in this town, go into town, accept the job immediately, sell them off, leave the town, come back in, pick up five more jobs, sell all your stuff. So you could grind it if you wanted to. But like I said, that's not my jam. I was all about getting farther into the story, farther into the game, but mm. also enjoying the crafting mechanic. So I think uh, Kushi kind of talked about it a little bit with the split storyline. I would like to get uh, your opinion on it, Em, about if you enjoy games that make you kind of go down maybe halfway through the game, towards the end of the game, split a play style and say, hey, you got to get all the achievements on this side, and then you got to go back, start the game over again, and go down the other side. Do you like when they do that or no? I I don't mind, but I'm I I don't care if I get all the achievements in a game at this point. Uh, speaking completely honestly, like ten years ago, that would have really irritated me. The idea yeah. of sitting and playing through a game twice, and I don't have time for this. And you know what? I don't have time for this. So I would play it if I was interested in it anyway. I would play it and play it the one way that made sense to me. And if I had time, or if it really struck me. I'd make the time to go back for it. So it doesn't bother me personally, but I totally get why it would bother people who have different motivations when they're playing games. Yeah, I think it would kind of depend on the game for me. If I really like the game, I wouldn't have an issue with it because I'd want to play through it and kind of see the other side of it. But maybe if I started a game, I'm like, I'm not really liking this as much as I thought I would and then decided I wanted to go for that completion. It would kind of be a pain to you know, be, yeah. be stuck out of it on a playthrough, but... Yeah, the yeah. only thing I'd ask mm -hmm. of a game that does something like that is clearly market. So it's like, hey, create a save here because this is going to be a point of no return so that I don't have to play the first 25% of the game again to get to the split. That would be the only thing that, that yeah. might sway me to like absolutely not liking that. But generally, it's fine. I'm sorry, yeah. you're saying, Kush? Yeah, I was saying that uh, to answer that question, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of having to replay an entire game just to get the other ending unless they make it worth my while um like in on the playstation side of the world uh there's a game called infamous what? and uh yeah i know i know it's weird uh, infamous a great game we didn't get um uh and it had like a good and a bad and that there was no way to play and get everything in one playthrough but that game made it worth it because when you were good yeah. your powers were very good and when they were bad they were very bad and they were it was fun it was so fun to just be so destructive and go do that 
this game, because they don't allow you to uh, save and you have to play it over again, I can see that being uh, frustrating for some people. But I like this game enough that I would probably play it again. Maybe not right away. I'd come mm-hmm. back to it a little bit later, maybe see some improvements because it does seem like they're going to uh, fix some things uh, and come back to it. Um, so I would probably wait a little while, come back to this, maybe when it's a little closer to leaving Game Pass uh, yeah. and just do my second playthrough. And Because um, by that time, someone will have walkthroughs. Some will, everything's going to have a solution and say, oh, this is the best way to do this. Um, but jumping in on day one and playing, uh, you know, I don't like to look at the achievement list uh, in depth when I start a game. I just, I, you know, I want to play the game. I don't want to play directly to the achievements. Um, so I, I kind of set myself up for that. So, you know, if I don't like it, but I set myself up for it, well, that's my fault. Um, but, but yeah, so I would prefer in a perfect world that yes, they tell you, Oh, this is a point of no return save here. And they provide you the ability to do that. Uh, or, you know, games just make it possible to do, to experience everything. That'd be nice. Like one of the nice things is when you, when you uh, have a game, you go to that final battle with the boss, you do the thing, and then you go and you see the credits, and you come back into the game, it says continue, and it gives you, it gets you right at that point to go yeah. into the boss battle again so you can do mm-hmm. it differently to get the other achievement. That's fantastic, I, and I love that. I think something for folks to keep in mind, though, like, this sounds very interesting and like a good game, and I know you and Freeman Games Passable will continue to update us with these things but this is very new into um into game pass right it launched earlier this month and it sounds like it's going to be a 40 to 50 hour completion so if people are interested in playing this as a game pass game it just might be worth advising people to not wait too long because we don't know how long it'll be in game pass and it's not going to be something easy to complete in the two-week window you get before a game is removed typically yeah, and Freem's got all that information. It's a publisher is Humble Games, so I, I believe they're like typically twelve months, but uh, I don't have yeah. that information right, right. in front of me. Um, but I mean, you know, a lot of their games come to Game Pass, like Moonscars, Signalis, Ghost Song, mm-hmm. Superland, and those things stay in for like a year. So, okay. uh, so yeah, so give it time. But if any of that sounds interesting to you, check it out because this game, I, I I really like it. And that's coming from a guy that doesn't typically like a lot of the elements of this game. Awesome. And what is this game? It's Wild the Iron's Hot. And with that, let's move into sales. I will just start just rolling right along. Uh, Skullgirls Second Encore, $6.24, down from $25. It's a fighting game, surprising no one. Uh, it's uh, cell shaded, looks like hand drawn art. Looks like a fantastic game. Uh, if you're in for fighting, that's a good price. Uh, next up, Agent Intercept, $8 down from 20 This is arcade racing, automobile, vehicular combat. Um, this game is very interesting. It, it uh, You don't drive directly in the car. You don't drive directly behind the car. You kind of drive from like third-person view of the car. Um, and it <laughs> reminds me of games like, like Spy Hunter, and TV shows like Inspector Gadget um, and things like that, where you have this super fancy car that can turn into a boat and things like that. And you're just, you're going around trying to collect, um, uh, I guess, information to, you know, Intel to uh, complete your mission or whatever. Uh, And it looks really fun. Um, 
and eight dollars down for twenty. I'm gonna check this out and maybe maybe talk about it at some point in time. Uh, there are achievements uh, in this game for uh, getting a first place in all these uh, races or all these areas, and that could be difficult for some people. But uh, what I've seen uh, in the solution is that you can turn on assist mode and it doesn't void achievements. So if you're worried about difficulty, it looks like there, you know, it, it, there may be ways around that. Uh, Matrix, what do you have? So I have. Uh... I have a sense of being overwhelmed by looking at the list. Uh, but I, I will say, if you have any friends or family that are also Xbox owners, this is a great way to get the sale. It's a great way to get last minute holiday gifts at very little cost to you. So like for one of my brothers, I sort of dropped the ball a little bit, but he's really into Lego games. So for like $9, I was able to get him the, that pack with the Marvel superheroes and Marvel superheroes Two and Avengers um, $5 for Lego Indiana Jones Two. So there's, there's a lot of great stuff like that. And it's so easy to use the gift option and just send stuff off to people. Uh, the other thing that I know I got for my nephew was um, the Monopoly. There's a Monopoly pack that was only $5.99. It includes Monopoly Deal and um, one other Monopoly game that has achievements. Let me just... Was it Madness? Because I know that was the Monopoly Madness, I believe. was the No, it was, it was Monopoly Deal and Monopoly Plus. Okay. Um, and My Monopoly, which is not achievement-bearing, I don't think. I think that's just like a create-your-own-monopoly thing. Uh, but it's all three of those for five bucks. So there's just a ton of good stuff, a lot of really great bundled stuff. In this one, and I know stuff that we've raised before, so definitely browse through, use the search feature on TA. Uh, but I'll I'll pass this over to Wild West, who will do, do a better job suggesting actual specific things. Yeah, I think it, I think it should be worth noting that the Xbox uh, countdown sale is what we're referring to. That's going on until January second, I believe, is mm -hmm. what I saw. So a lot of good games on there. We encourage you to go check it out. There's got to be something for you. Uh, some of the stuff that caught my eye. Something, uh, the first one I have is something called Watch Over Christmas. If you want a holiday game, it's $11.89 down from $16.99. So not a huge discount, discount, but it's a point and click uh, holiday game. It's lowest price so far. I thought of Chewy. He hadn't started yet. I don't know if he bought it yet, but that's something. Plus, I, I like the occasional point and click game. So I'm going to look at getting that. Um, L talked about this last week. Uh, but bunny parking just got updated and it's on sale on windows which is very rare so if you want an easy game for achievements it's two dollars and 39 cents down from 5.99 so that's its lowest sale as well um, far cry 5 gold edition is 13 dollars and 49 cents down from 89 dollars and 99 cents so you could own it i know it's in game pass i don't think it's leaving just yet but uh you could own it and all the dlc with it um, and the DLC comes with the Far Cry 3 Classic Edition, so it's kind of upgraded graphics. And then uh, it also comes with the one-hit kill weapon if you want to go that route. So it's pretty cheap if you want to own it and not have to worry about it leaving Game Pass quick. Um, and then I don't know if I took this one from Koosh at all, but I saw that Hogwarts Legacy is uh, at its cheapest digital price for Xbox so far. If you just want the normal edition, it's $34.99. And if you want the digital deluxe edition, it's $39.99. So I don't think there's really much in the digital deluxe, right? Actually. No, you just you get a different uh, flying mount and you get some you know, different set of robes and stuff. It's not really worth it. Yeah, so I mean, it's up to you if you want to spend an extra five bucks. But cheapest uh, price so far, digital. Um, I think I saw it 
for if you want a physical disc, it's been around that price every once in a while around Black Friday and stuff. So your choice on what you want to do. Last one, um, I wanted to support the developer before it came to Game Pass. So I bought the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy um, for the same $9.89 that it is right now, which is down from $29.99. I was hoping just to show support and get some more of those games onto Xbox. Um, So that's why I bought it. And it's on Game Pass now, so I'd encourage you to try it or buy it just so we can hopefully get some more of those games onto Xbox. And speaking of Game Pass, we have a tiny bit of news. Um, I think we are in that end-of-year drought while people are on vacation and enjoying time with their families and not getting us Game Pass news, and that's fine, yes. Uh, what we know right now is that out now, we have Goat Simulator 3, we have Against the Storm, uh, we have Tin Hearts, which is a, uh, a puzzle kind of mix with uh, Lemmings and Toy Soldiers, uh, we have Far Cry 6, uh, which is a huge game if you want to get some uh, time in. Uh, we also have news on what's going to be landing next year. Very limited news. January 18th, we're getting Turnip Boy Robs a Bank. That was a, uh, a favorite of a lot of people on the Discord, the, the first game in the Turnip Boy. Uh, Turnip Boy, uh, what was it? Uh, something about tax? I can't remember. Tax evasion. <laughs> I can't remember. Commits tax evasion, yeah. Commits tax evasion. There you go. Thank you. And uh, fantastic game. Really looking forward to the sequel. Uh, January 25th, we have Go Mecha Ball, which is something we saw in a sizzle reel not too long ago. And I think it looks really fun. Uh, so I have to check that out. Uh, and we did get some, a little bit of news in terms of what's leaving at the end of the month. Luckily, it's only two games. It's Naraka Blade Point, which is a battle royale game. 150 to 200 hours. If you haven't started that, I wouldn't. Uh, and, and lastly monster train which is a roguelite strategy uh collectible card game tower defense and card and board it's one of those rare unicorns that has five different genres so five yeah five different genres 20 to 25 hours it is completable before the end of the month but you might want to use a guide and kind of hit that every day until you get it done I know a lot of the uh, card and board enthusiasts and these these uh, these guys like these games um, that they they like this one as well. So it's it's regarded well within the Discord. And with that, hopefully we'll get podcasted. We'll have some more news, and we won't be able to talk about it, but we'll at least have it. Uh, and with that, we're moving on to Brad Camp incompletions. We have uh, Xlax Jester, also known as La Jester. With 350 completed games, we have Sir Polygon with 700 games. A Gray Shark has 750 games. And Thrash Forever has 2,450 games. In Streaks, Mental Knight 5, currently with 50 days. RFC Ori with 150 days. Henke XD with 250 days. A Hyzo and Legless Hamster, both with 350 days. We have Z Drunken Monkeys with 900 days. Northern Lass with 1,200 days and Unky Tim Fu with 2,600 days. In gamer score, we got Rhett Stack with 150,000 gamer score. Z Urban Spaceman with 1 million gamer score. Congrats on that. Very uh, nice. Congratulations. We need, to, we need to reach out to him and see what he'd used for it, if there's anything special or. Uh, I believe he did do something special. I did, did. not look it up. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's usually we'll L. To, yeah, but, L. Normally, yeah, that, we'll, that's true. Yeah. All that stuff out. So, yeah, get L. Get on that for next one, next week. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, uh, we got a gray shark with 1.3 million gamer score and Sangrias with 3.6 million gamer score. Wow. Blood. Oh, that's a hard number to wrap one's head around. Yes. In leaderboards, Chewy on Ice is now in the top 100 of completed games leaderboard for adventure point and click. And you said he was one of the two that played Inspector Waffles, right? Or wait, did, was it? It was Chewy, right? Yeah, it was Chewy. Yep. Okay, good. So he's on top of that one. Chuyanis is also in the top 100 of the True Achievement Leaderboard for Adventure. Princeton is now in the top 10 of the Brazil True Achievement Leaderboard for Management. Radonas is in the top 5 of the Michigan TA Dif Difference Leaderboard for Xbox Game Pass, as well as the top 5,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard. And Scaravese is in the top 1,000 of the Achievements 1 Leaderboard for Platformer. And uh, there was a, a brag that L was tagged for in the Discord. And please always make sure if you would like us to read your brags on the podcast just go ahead and give l a tag on discord uh for ace completing nova lands it looks like um ace noted that it's a cross between forger and factorio uh and his biggest complaint was that he wanted more space and things to do so i'm not familiar with uh with nova lands are either of you familiar with it no i'm familiar no. with forager but not factorio and definitely not nova lands well, Nova Lands was apparently worth a brag, and I don't doubt that from Ace, so congratulations on getting that done. I should have done this a little sooner, but I'm just going to pull it up. Yeah, so the 20 to 25 hour completion in the management genre. This is all your favorite stuff, Koosh. I know. Yeah, look at the screenshots. <laughs> this is something I would have just immediately closed the tab on. <laughs> I, added, I added it to my game stuff, so when it hits the right price, I'm going to get it. Well, I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, and congratulations on getting that done, Ace. Absolutely. Yes. Well, that is our show. Uh, you can check us out on Twitch. You can check us out on Twitter. Uh, you can check us out on Discord. And I recommend that you absolutely do. Uh, that's where we have uh, most community interaction. And we have all sorts of stuff uh, going on every day, people talking about stuff. We also have... Uh, contests that are run strictly out of the discord uh so if you want to get in on those you have to be there uh, we have a patreon where you can help support the show uh, we also have a youtube channel where we try to push this content out too for those people that prefer to watch their podcasts uh to watch their waveforms in a podcast form um <laughs> that's it class dismissed and we'll see you next week hope everyone has good holidays yes happy holidays everyone And welcome back to Neverending Stories, a short segment where I talk to patrons and staff about some of their long, uncompleted campaigns and story modes uh, that they finally got done because I just told them to. Joining me this time, after I think quite a long time uh, since we last spoke together, uh, and we definitely don't hear enough of him these days on the podcast, but it's great to have him back. It is Mr. Wackapale. 
Hello, Shui, and everyone listening. Yeah, it's been a while, and I really want to get back to podcasting, but it is kind of hectic for me at the moment. So we'll see when I'll get back to it. Yeah, life gets in the way sometimes. But good life, from what I hear it, uh, positive changes. Yeah, I've had quite the roller coaster of a year, and uh, right now everything is great. So it's great for you. It's not great for us because we miss you so much. <laughs> but we're happy that you're you're doing well. Yep. Uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> we're here to talk about one of your never-ending stories, a game uh, long in your backlog. I say long; it's relative uh, because you are quite the completionist. But uh, this one sat for eight years uncompleted uh what game are we talking about today we are talking about juju juju is a game that i see quite regularly and i did it myself but my overriding memory of it was that it was released towards the kind of end of the 360 and i think it was in fact one of the final 360 only games if i might because by that time, the one was released and most games were coming out as either only on the one or as, as stacks. Yeah, it might be. I seem to remember Juju being at the real tail end of that. Yeah, it was released in December of 2014. And uh, I know I waited to pick it up in a sale, so... You mean you weren't really, really keen to get Juju when you saw it pop up? No, but it is a co-op platformer and I intended to play it uh, with my son, but he... Uh, really didn't like it and uh, i can see why yeah so it's um a 2d platformer to kind of 2.5d i guess uh side scrolling platformer 3d graphics but you only move in a 2d plane and yeah it's a co-op game and it it's very much kind of aimed at the casual kidsy family friendly market it is and it's probably pretty good for uh younger children to play with uh, someone that's a bit more experienced. It's not a cakewalk, but it's far from difficult. Yeah, it's um, back in the 360 days, it's actually kind of a relatively fast and easy completion, right? Th- those terms have become rather meaningless these days. Yeah. Uh, but uh, kind of an eight to 10 hour yeah. uh, easy game on the 360 is, is considered a, a, an easy completion. <laughs> yeah, and it also has a, it has a ratio of, uh, almost two but that's just because it was games with gold otherwise it would have been a bit lower yeah i don't i remember it not being like super easy because you do actually have to like perfect the game you have to complete the whole thing yeah so it, it is a bit backloaded ta wise mm. now as you said you started it um you started back in april 2015 so about four or five months after it was released yeah uh, in a sale so it didn't go games with gold straight away that did that come later yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i'm not sure when yeah. it went was games with gold mm-hmm. but uh, i uh, one of my first achievements was for playing a leveling co-op and uh, yeah he my son <laughs> lost interest and uh, as did i right so i i yeah i was going to ask because basically it looks like you earned four achievements on one day all for doing basically a level right you you did everything in looks like one level and then abandoned it for two and a half years yeah. came back in December 2017. And then basically from then on, your story with this game is one of little bits here and there. Yeah, and 
It's always been contest related. I haven't touched this game uh-huh. if I, it hasn't helped in a contest in some way, either RTDL or uh, some other event on TA. Mm, yeah, so you came back December 2017, June 2018, July 2018, September 2018, and then a bit of a gap, and then December 2019. And then nothing for almost coming up to four years. And then um, I guess I came along and said, you should probably get that finished off, finally. Yes, that's it. And then you got it done. So you say it was entirely contest-related. You're kind of... I always kind of see you as as obviously two things uh, in my eyes. One, highly skilled... <laughs> Uh, somebody who does uh, very, very difficult and um, challenging completions with relative ease and also somewhat of a completionist. So it kind of surprised me in a way that even though you didn't enjoy it, you did kind of let it sit for so long, uh, especially because this is, you know, because of the nature of this contest, one of the oldest uncompleted, you know, story-wise games in your backlog. Yes, and... uh... That's usually, I don't mind putting things on my tag, but I do want to at least finish the story in most of them. So I don't have many unfinished games mm. until I did a bean dive a couple of years ago. So I really don't have a big pool of unfinished games story-wise. And most of them that I haven't finished are because I've been playing them with uh, friends or family and uh, exclusively that and haven't gone back to finish them. I see. And um, this one you did, the first leveling, you don't have to actually play the rest of the game in co-op at all, do you? you no. Can, as far as I remember, you can solo the whole thing. And... Yeah, you can. There's just one achievement for completing a leveling co-op. Can you remember what the story actually is? Uh, there... There's a panda, there's some kind of artifact uh, which summons a bat demon who does things, not entirely sure what's going on, and uh, then you just go through random levels uh, collecting a crap ton of crystals or something, and Mm. then you uh, punch the bat demon and he turns into a regular bat and everyone's happy. Oh, I spoiled the game. <laughs> well, it is probably the most generic kind of basic, just there to serve the game story you can probably imagine. Yeah, there's no story whatsoever. It's just, it feels very random levels. It, it There are five worlds and you would think they'd had a theme because if you look mm-hmm. at them on the level select screen, there's one with uh, la- lava, there's one with water, and uh, there's one in a jungle setting. But most of the levels are just completely random and have v- wildly varying themes. Yeah, and basically you have to collect a whole load of crap. But also, I seem to remember, isn't there like secret areas in each of the or in some of the, in most of the levels, if not all of them, uh, there are, and and I see why people put the game down before they do those secret areas. The game is not difficult, but for some reason it is rather punishing with the uh, secret areas. Each level has six coins that you have to collect, and three of them are tied to collectibles. And you, there are so many collectibles in this game. You can miss quite a bit and still get all three coins. But when I played through, I didn't use any guides 
my first time around mm. and I just scoured the levels got all uh, the crystals I could and I I think I had to redo one level to uh, get collectibles so the, it's not too bad it's just really tedious to get all the collectibles in the level and then you have the secret areas which contains uh, the additional three coins there are three secret levels per level and the annoying thing about them is that if you you can fall into pits and uh, then you won't get the coin you'll have to replay the entire level you have to if you get the coin and quit you actually have to replay the level and get that coin again you only bank your coins once you've finished the level and the the big issue here is there are three hidden levels well three hidden areas in each level and if you fail if you fall in a pit or something the controls are sometimes not great then you will have to uh, replay the level from the beginning again get back to that portal and uh, get the coin so it's not difficult but it's really punishing and the, the controls are not great especially in the beginning you don't have a very large moveset your moveset expands the further along you get in the story well I use story with quotation marks here <laughs> and uh, towards the end you have way more mobility you can float in the air you can use dash moves uh, it gets significantly easier to get those levels done so mm. uh, when I got back to it I realized I barely got any of those secret coins and often because I just fell into a hole in the ground instead of uh, getting that coin with a full move set, it really wasn't that difficult. But uh, I still uh, accidentally did a uh, one of those butt dashes instead of dashing forward, mm. and uh, ended up in a pit and had to replay the level. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting flashbacks now uh, of of this of this exact thing and being really frustrated on, on a couple of the levels, getting to a point where you know you're on the the third secret area and then and then accidentally falling and then having to re redo the whole thing just to get to that that one point yeah you don't have to do all three of the coins or, or get all six no. of them in, this, in one go but you do have to finish the level to bank them and then you can go back and just do the ones you've missed but the game doesn't tell you which ones you have missed so as you say it was games with gold it's backwards compatible so it is freely available can you <laughs> Can you recommend it? Not at all. It's it's kind of a three stars on TA. Do you think that's a bit generous? I think that's a bit generous. I can see this being fun to play with your kid if your children are interested in platformers. I don't think mm -hmm. uh, most kids these days do not enjoy platformers, at least from my experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I suppose if people want like a good platformer, a decent platformer, they're probably looking for something a little bit more challenging, a little bit more fast-paced. If you want a good platformer to play with uh, your family, Rayman is fantastic. The two Rayman games, Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends, they are basically this game only 100 times better. <laughs> right, so this is like uh, the poor man's Rayman. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, I've done it. I think probably most people who were going to do it will have done it. And now you, after eight years, have finally also done it. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. This It, it was a rough completion. <laughs> yeah. 
I just find it so funny because of just you know the this picture we have in our head of of Wakapel who you know knocks out massively difficult games with ease you know in a few days and and floors us all with your skills and and Juju is the game that was was kind of stuck on your typewriter. Well, the game is really up. really boring. <laughs> so that's why uh, it yeah, it does yeah. get better when you get all your moveset but the pacing mm. is glacial in the beginning when you collect mm. all the collectibles you don't have any dash moves you just slowly slowly trudge through the levels <laughs> and they are not difficult there are an abundance of checkpoint you could probably get through the levels with a blindfold without having played them if in a matter of well as long as you just put some extra time in because there's really nothing difficult Mm. about the majority of the levels there are a few difficulty spikes but yeah they're they're not that bad okay right juju done tick well done um now as i always talk to with other people uh we go back to the list um this one was one of your older ones but not the oldest you've got a few dating back to uh 2012 2014 although as you say most of yours are kind of around the 2017 mark is that pretty much kind of bean dive season maybe there's quite a few from around then um is there anything else on your list that you're thinking that you might get back to in these last couple of months of the year yeah the list i'm looking at is there's actually some games i would like to spend the time with uh, there's only lego star wars that i feel like i i really don't want to go back to that <laughs> have you played many of the lego games uh, I, I, I played too many i, I haven't played mm, there's, okay. there's actually not many lego games that i have played but yeah those are <laughs> also games that i do not finish because i play them with my children and i I really do not enjoy them. I mm-hmm. find it really, really boring. Just all these collectibles everywhere. And uh, since I'm playing with my kids, uh, it, there's friendly fire in most Lego games. So it's really, <laughs> they are fighting against me and not helping me get achievements. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the co-op becomes PvP uh, without in, in, unintentionally. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, any others that you're thinking of, of aside, putting Lego aside? Anything that you're jumping out to you is then something that you think, you know, because I'm thinking, uh, I'm surprised you haven't finished Dishonored um, and Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Yeah, I, I completed the first uh, Deus Ex. I remember, I think mm-hmm. I got a flu or something and knocked that most of that out in a matter of days. But I haven't had <laughs> that kind of time to play these longer uh, RPGs mm. as much as I would like to get back to it. I do not see it as a priority. Dishonored, I do not know why I haven't finished the story there. I should be rather close. I have no idea. I haven't looked at the list. The next story achievement that you have on Dishonored is the final story achievement yeah. on Dishonored. So you must be literally right on the edge there yeah the problem with uh, these kinds of old stealth games is that if you stop playing them it, they are a bit difficult to go back to and i uh, yes. don't remember much of the story uh, it, i 
started the game in 2016. Uh, now I've been going back to it for RTDL purposes. Yeah, they are definitely the ones I struggle the most with. Game, games that you're kind of halfway, two-thirds of the way through that aren't yeah. very basic and simple, where you get back to them and you just really struggle. Yeah, I kind of want to start it over from the beginning, but I, exactly. I, haven't, I haven't even looked at the achievement list yet. Uh, many of mm. these games I finish before I look at the achievement list. Uh, it's very strong, strong-willed, stronger man than I am. Yeah, these days I uh, I'm much more likely to look at the achievements list than I was back in the day. Yeah, it's it's the same reason I whenever I bean dive a game, if it's you know if I bean dived it more than a year ago or two years ago, I will more than likely restart it whenever I come back around to doing it because. Uh, it's just so hard to kind of pick it up, even even if it's just after the first chapter or two. Yeah, it can be. And, and I think that might be also what's stopping quite a few people from, from finishing these games that I've given them. Because uh, they look at that list and go, ah, even if it's games they really kind of want to, they just think it, it, it just there's a there's a mental block for like, do I start it again or do I pick it up or oh. Which is the case with uh, Yesterday Origins. I've looked at the achievement list. Uh, mm. after starting it and there's a it's, it's a point and click but it has a speedrun achievement yeah, and a it does and a click on everything achievement yeah but it has the two uh diametrically opposed achievements which uh you would be very very lucky to get in one run yeah and, I, and if you've been playing the run if you've been playing the first run blind you will get neither of them yeah, so you're looking so at at least three, three playthrough, playthroughs yeah and yeah. that's where i'm at mm. i i don't know where i'm in at in the story but i've been playing it blind uh, this far mm. so uh, i yeah I'll, i'm looking at two full playthroughs after that mm-hmm. playthrough i um i did enjoy it i did that one uh, this year uh, as part of my adventure challenge and you know if you're a fan of point and clicks and you like things like the broken sword games it's, it's very similar to those but those achievements are, are particularly off-putting yeah especially the seat of your pants kind of do I get the one where I clicked everything or not? <laughs> did I did I click everything by the end of the game? You're not sure. And and oh, did I make the speed run or not? Uh, you know, two like tense endings. <laughs> and yeah. Not getting it would be so painful. And, and I really do not like playing games and just blindly following guides. I exactly. I do not enjoy exactly. that at yeah. all. Uh, I I've done it, gone back and cleaned up quite a few mm-hmm. games over the years but mm-hmm. it's still something i do not enjoy and will rather mm-hmm. avoid if you are a fan of, of kind of narrative and point and click type stuff um one of the game on your list is king's quest uh which i recommend very thoroughly um although the list on that can be a bit annoying as well because there is stuff you have to yeah, i think that's in for. the same seat i played the first chapter blind and then i had to play it again to get mm-hmm. the achievements and the I think there's an achievement for for staying in character, so to speak. I think you can choose different paths, and you have to stay mm-hmm. stick to the same path through all the games. I'm not sure if that's right, but uh, I think so. Um, I don't recall something that goes across all the chapters, but I might be misremembering it now. And since I usually try to play most of these adventure games without using a guide and uh, time is very limited at the moment i don't play many adventure point and clicks anymore uh thank you very much for doing the the game you have done and it was great to talk to you again wacker it's been too long 
Uh, hopefully we can get you back on again to talk about another of your never-ending stories or something else. Yeah, thank you, Shui. I enjoyed being back for a bit. Thanks a lot, Waka. See you later. Have a nice day, everyone.